0: All right, cast your mind like 10 years ago, okay? MCU is like absolutely popping off, and every single other blockbuster entity out there wants to get in on the cinematic universe goodness. You have the dark universe, you have the monster universe, which we still kind of have. Obviously, DC is, but it, yeah. Anyway, the point is that everyone was trying to get in on that MCU goodness. And arguably, arguably... The top competitor in the connected cinematic universe world has been the Fast franchise, you know, Fast and the Furious. Now, for me personally, it's it's not really my thing. I've seen maybe one, two, maybe three of these things, but at this point, it's this massive, large franchise that everybody is familiar with. They've had spinoffs, they've interconnected. It's got lore that is built upon itself. Vin Diesel has described it as Tolkien esque, so <laughs> and I, you know, I'm sure uh, maybe I, I don't know. I've never seen it. Like I said, it's not my thing. But here's here's my thing, okay? Like, let's say you got the MCU, you've got the Fast franchise. I would argue that there is a cinematic universe that for the last decade could have been one of the major competitors with this kind of large-scale cinematic universe play. The Downton Cinematic Universe. No, no, no. Hang on. Don't turn it off. Downton Abbey is incredible. All right. Downton Abbey totally slaps. And if you don't check this series out, if you haven't watched this before, then you need to give it a try. Three episodes. That's all I ask. Watch the first three episodes. By the end of the first three episodes, if you're not totally like engrossed in this series, then you, you just don't even like television. I'm, that, that's just that's just the rule. But legit. OK, Downton Abbey was fantastic at world building. Throughout the course of this six season series, little comments are made here and there about various characters or various events happening from the past, happening from yesterday, whatever it may have been. And a lot of phone calls are made sometimes with characters whose names get dropped in like season one, but then they don't show up until season three. And then they become like your favorite characters. And when you go back and rewatch the series, you're like, oh my goodness, I forgot that this person was even referenced back then. On top of that, because this is a family and because there's so much family drama, there's so many layers of of tension that have existed throughout the course of the years leading up to what we get in season one. I'm telling you, the Downton Abbey universe is so very well thought out. And why I argue that it could have been a cinematic universe, or perhaps even should be a cinematic universe is because unlike the failures of, say, like, the Sony Spider-Verse, where they just kind of slap you in the face constantly with, like, ah, see, we're going to make this into a connected movie, ah! Or, like, are like what was that one with, like, the moon that, oh, the moon's going to crash into the Earth, and now we've got a moon cinematic universe. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're trying to, like, push this idea of, like, franchise, franchise, franchise. And nobody wants that. Nobody wants franchise, like, smacked in their faces. What we want is things of interest to be built upon. And that is where I feel like Downton Abbey is poised better than most to be able to do exactly that. Now, arguably, this is like, you know, setting up like prequels and multiple series that focus on various characters. I mean, you could have like the Carson series that focuses on his early days when he was in show business, which is very counter to who we know in the Downton Abbey series. Based on everything we know about him, there was this love triangle between him and his partner and this girl and then the partner and the girl, they run off together together. And if you do the math on based on where all this stuff is, he's a, he's like a like an older teen, I'm guessing, because he comes to Downton Abbey in his youth to become, I guess, a footman. That had to have been in the Dowager's day when like, she was essentially ruling Downton Abbey. In fact, one of the biggest mystery characters of all of Downton Abbey is Robert's dad, who is constantly referenced here and there, but we don't know anything about him whatsoever, which is wild because we know so much else. In fact, an entire Downton Abbey prequel series would be fantastic. Specifically focusing around the courtship of Robert and Cora. So we know that Robert and Cora didn't actually fall in love until after they were married. We also know that Robert married Cora specifically for the Levinson fortune, like her family's fortune. And that Cora was kind of paraded upon around Europe by her mother Martha, who, by the way, like seeing a young Martha and a young Dowager go up against each other would be incredible. Like, there's just crazy drama. This could kind of all lead up to the point where Robert has to go off to war and he meets a young Bates. And then we find out what on earth it was that Bates did for Lord Grantham that gained him all of this crazy loyalty and respect. I mean, it's Bates, a, like a young Bates who can walk. Look out, world. <laughs> which for that matter also means that we could actually get the like OG Mrs. Bates introduced in the series and figure out why on earth they hooked up in the first place. There's just there's so much that could be explored in that era. It's ripe for another whole 6 seasons of a television series and I I want it. I want it terribly bad. And it doesn't ruin anything that from what we've got. You know what I mean? Like it's it would be a great prequel because of all of the different stories that have been teed up in the original series. Now, speaking of the original series, there's also like a lot of stuff they could have done in that era. The season finale of episode four introduces a lot about Cora's family, like her American family. Paul Giovanni shows up, and he's her brother Harold, and he's involved with the whole tea kettle oil thing. I forget what it's called. History, people. I should have learned it anyway in that episode like he ends up meeting this young like gold digger except she's not really a gold digger but her dad is kind of forcing her to be a gold digger and it's you know you, she's like way under half his age it's it's super super uncomfortable to watch but then it, by the end of it they low-key somehow get you to kind of ship them like not necessarily in like a full-on romantic relationship but you can kind of see them kind of being good for each other in a friendship kind of way I don't know you, you, you have to you have to see it. In fact, there's so much in that episode, now that I think about it. The, one of the cooks goes off, the, you know, hook up with the footman, and they're going to go, and they're going to work for the Levinsons, and they're going to go back to the country, and then it's kind of implied that Harold is going to write to the girl, and and then their family is going to come back to America. Wait, was, was that a backdoor pilot? Hang on. Was the season four finale of Downton a backdoor pilot? Huh. Okay, it, it I don't see any evidence from googling it that it was a backdoor pilot, but it it, it seemed like it had all the makings of a backdoor pilot. They could have spun it off right there. You could have had the American version of Downton Abbey. You got Levingston, I don't know Levingston Hall, whatever you're gonna end up calling it. it. it would have been amazing. And even by the end of the season six, before the movies show up, they, they tee up so much that they could do in the future like the idea of what would a Downton Abbey in the modern times be with that generation of the family. And the interpersonal dynamics that would exist with the descendants of the servants as well. Because obviously there'd been, theoretically anyway, a great equalizing of everybody's position. Now they could go even more crazy with this and like introduce time travel and like totally blow up this entire world. But to be honest, I don't even, anyway, whether it's Carson or the Dowager, like following her adventures in Russia, almost leaving her family for the Prince Karagin and all that kind of good stuff. They just, they just so many little side movies they could have made across this timeline to really flesh out what's already been planted here there and everywhere throughout the narrative of the series and it would have been fantastic and I think it actually still could have been because a lot of this stuff does happen in the past which means you have to recast a lot of these people anyway I don't know I just I just want more Downton Abbey and I'm not afraid to say it and frankly you should too because that series is incredible so If nothing else, I encourage you, check out Downton Abbey. I know that series is like, what, 10 years old now? Oh, my God, it's 10 years old now. Go watch it. It's a good time. It's a very bingeable show. So much delicious drama. It's so much potential for a cinematic universe. Sick of being upsold at gyms?